welcome back to the movies made us do it me and matt are back how are you matt i'm pretty good so how are you i'm uh i'm, I'm very well um it's been a been a fun fun week i was struggling to find any films to watch and i watched two the other day and they were both uh both fun oh good one i really enjoyed actually the other one was like you know it's fun so um yeah good stuff it's been successful how about you yeah pretty good excellent well, i got two movies and two series mm. i've been uh i i continued on with uh with farscape because i was um oh nice i think like last year sometime or towards the end of uh, last a couple of months ago i was like watching farscape i think i said and then you know i, I just got distracted and and you know i was like oh i really want to watch farscape so I've, I've continued on um i love that show it's like, it's, it gets a little messy towards the end yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm in like and towards the end of season one at the moment so it's like peak <laughs> they got so, it's such a brilliant set of characters yes yeah and to be honest even when some leave and get replaced the replacements are mostly pretty good yeah they do they do a good job they they, they do do a really good job um yeah it's oh, so much fun um, well, i always feel sorry for the actress who played zan yes didn't she just get really fed up with the makeup well it started started basically poisoning her yeah yeah it's because yeah she just which is a shame because she was so good she zan was one of my favorite so characters good. um so really interesting character that yeah you know had so many sort of weird little flaws and and it was just brilliant they, i mean they're all really brilliant characters they are all all fantastic characters um but yeah zan zan is fantastic you definitely notice her absence for sure yeah um yeah, and I I rewatched uh, all the Dirty Harry movies. Um, yes, you said you were yeah. doing. Have you seen them all now? Yep, yep. Up to yep. Deadpool and everything. I did do Deadpool in the end. I wasn't going to bother, and then I did. Yeah. And it's it's all right. It it's not, you know, it, it's it's bad by Dirty Harry standards, but yep. um, it's it's not bad by modern standards. I no, guess it, it's quite entertaining. No. Um, it's it's interesting watching the character change. Because obviously they make Dirty Harry, and you know he's not a very good guy. Yeah. And, and then you kind of get the feeling that by Magnum Force they were like, you know, they were like, oh well, he's not good, but he's better than these cops. Look at these ones; these are way worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then by the Enforcer, he's kind of different personality-wise. Like he's more kind of jovial and jokey, and like yeah, he he's still Harry, but he's definitely got like a softer edge to him. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I maybe it's all, all the all the different uh, people he's worked with. They've like softened him or something. Over the oh years. yeah, or I think they might have just felt the character might have been a bit, Probably. you know, uh, like appeal to more people if he was less of an asshole all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and <laughs> I, I think the movie that surprised me the most because you know we we had it on VHS and I, I watched it quite a bit, you know, in my youth. Mm. Um. But I don't remember it being as good as, as as much as I enjoyed it was Sudden Impact. I really loved watching Sudden Impact this time around. Um and I think I think it's one of those things because like I've always loved, you know, Magnum Force and the Enforcer anyway. Yeah. Uh and, and Sudden Impact was one of those like in my head is kind of in that decline up, you know, where with Deadpool and stuff. But honestly really enjoyed Sudden Impact. It's got some fantastic shots. Like that shot of Eastwood on the pier in silhouette at the end. Yeah. Um yeah. and, and Sandra Locke's fantastic in it obviously um yeah 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 really good fun I, I must admit that's probably the af, after the yeah that's the one it's, i probably haven't seen as much yeah as much of. 
it's it's certainly yeah. you know one of the lesser watched i think but yeah uh, it's still I think fun I've only, seen, I've only seen the deadpool about twice so i think this was my second time watching the deadpool actually i yeah. think but um but yeah fun it's all, it's, it, it kind of reminds me of the um uh oh christ the, the harry palmer movies because they did um a couple like bullet to beijing and all that sort of later ones and they're sort of like they 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 are sort of the spy sort of things but they don't really feel like they belong with yeah. the first sort of couple of movies that there's i mean it's still michael Caine and stuff but it's just yeah i mean it's not that extreme certainly no. he's still very much harry yeah uh it, it's just by the enforcer and and i think they you know uh I, I think they always kind of offset it by by set it, by giving him partners that were you know more likable generally. Yeah. Uh, but obviously with the enforcer, he teams up with the lady, and she's fantastic. Um, and you know, yeah, Tyne Daly was really was was a really good choice. For, she for was this. great, and and I really like the chemistry they kind of have by the end. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really upsetting they when they you know spoilers. Yeah for a very old movie <laughs> for an ancient when they, when they kill her it's like jesus yeah because you kind of feel like it's it's all going well and she's finally found her place and she's yeah. finally kind of um because the whole movie she's trying to prove herself as a detective yeah. and she's like you know first female detective and you know she she backs callahan obviously when when yeah. they they sort of throw him to the wolves as they do in every movie um, <laughs> and yeah and I, love, I love that bit when they're demonstrating the rocket launcher and she stood behind she it. stood right behind it yeah that is funny <laughs> like, yeah. just balls are across balls are over <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, let's 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 not talk about Dirty Harry all night. What uh, what have you been watching? So, That's, uh, uh, I will start with the old way. The old way. Yeah, which is a uh, Nick Cage uh, western. Yes, his first, his first western has a very uh, airbrushed I, Nicholas Cage on the poster. Well, I know. On the poster, it really is. Yeah, it, I mean, in the actual movie, he is not airbrushed at all. Airbrush <laughs> <laughs> looks his age uh, in the movie. Um, and it's also got um, Ryan Kira Armstrong uh, and Noah Legros. Mm-hmm. So basically, we've got um, it's the, the movie starts with uh, looks like it's basically some uh, this guy is getting hung, and it, uh, Cage's character uh, Colton Briggs is basically a hired gun. Um, it all goes a bit wrong. Um, some people come to rescue this this guy, and uh, Briggs is obviously he's there for the pay, so he's not that bothered uh, about what's going on. So he doesn't really do anything until you know it gets a little bit he- more hairy. Yeah. And the guy who gets rescued, he's uh, he, he's there with his his son, and he stupidly picks up a shotgun and decides to aim at it, uh, Nicholas Cage, who proceeds to just shoot him in the head um <laughs> and then the son who is is the, the, the man's son's sort of there and you think okay well that's the setup for this for, for this movie then yeah so then we we skip to like i think it's 20 years later and or probably less than that but anyway skip to some time later and now uh briggs is married he's got a wife and a, and a daughter and he works in a uh, a shop he's got this he's got his own store um and his uh, 
this particular day, uh, he's got to walk his daughter to uh, school, and they seem to have a very odd, sort of strained relationship. He doesn't really seem to know what to do with her, um, and she seems brightened, uh, you know, precocious, and <clears throat> he has to. And the, the the teacher's not there apparently, or the teacher's sick or something, so he has to take her to the store with him, and she's. Um, doing her homework there. Meanwhile, on the, the farm, a group of people um, turn up and, you know, the, your usual, they murder her and uh, then he obviously has to go on a re- re- revenge tour. Of screen. course. So it's obviously it turns out that this the, the leader of this gang is the son of the, the, the yeah. guy that's getting hung in the first one. Uh, so we got also uh, one of the one of the members of the gang is uh, Clint Howard, which is which which is like wow, Clint Howard's still going in in, in these movies. I love it. It's um, like whenever you see Robert Duvall, you're like, ah, oh, Robert Duvall's yeah, still going, yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So um, basically, he's 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 there going after these um, these this gang with his his, his daughter, who he it, it, first he's thinking maybe. Because basically, his character is a psychopath, right? And it seems that the the his wife, um, she 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 was the only thing you you find out later that she only thing that he's ever loved, he's ever felt anything for at all. Okay. He doesn't really even feel anything for his daughter. Oh wow! So um, he's a proper psychopath, except for her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he goes to kill his daughter he goes to shoot her because he thinks he thinks well you know she's not going to be any good without her mother and you know it's probably better if i do that Mm -hmm. when he goes to shoot her she basically she's she's in it looks like she's asleep in her bed um but she's not she waits she sits up and she looks at him and she just says i don't think mum would like it if you were pointing a gun at me (laughs) and he uh basically he takes the gun down and he walks away then he comes straight back and he chucks her closer and tells her, tells her to get dressed and off they go um, and there are some I will say this is it's a it's a standard cowboy movie it's, it's yeah. not not brilliant not not terrible it's just a, it's a nice enjoyable cowboy movie um, I would say the star of it is really uh, the daughter uh, Ryan uh, Keir Armstrong she is amazing she's basically not not really spoiling it, but she's a psychopath as well. She's, oh, okay. She, as over the course of this journey, you discover that she doesn't really feel anything either. Right. So it's and like a hereditary. She's, yeah, she's, yeah, she's 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 like her father. She has this, you know, it's this, this, this very strange. There's a brilliant bit where, um, there's, well, there's, there's a couple of really good scenes. One where, um a customer puts his hands in the jelly bean uh, jar while he, well, Nicholas Cage's back is turned and she spots him and says something and he takes his hand out. It's like, Oh, you know, nothing, you know, nothing going on here. She then proceeds to clean every jelly bean and separate them. And it's just a really brilliant little scene. And that's the thing. There's, there are these lovely little scenes with her yeah. where she, where she does something and you think, okay, she's, Clearly, she's not right. Yeah, she's clearly <laughs> not quite the you know the shilling. Yeah, uh, but 
done amazingly well. She, uh, I was really impressed with her. Um, most of the other the other people in it, they're all doing their part. They're all, they're all there's, you know nothing, you know. No, to it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's no real sort of terrible performances either. Mm. Um, Cage does kind of feel like he's walking through it again a bit, but sure, there were a couple of scenes, you know, where he he's uh, one pretty good scene where he's talking to his daughter on a campfire, which I thought was really good. And it's again, it's just Cage being Cage and and yeah. just. They're shining through a what could be a pretty dull, ordinary character. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think it's it's like I said, it's not it's not the best western you're ever going to see, but it's it's a pretty good all round um, western. That's you know it's it's got all your, it hits all the points. It's got you know uh, bushwhacking in a in a canyon and all, you know it's it's it's. You know, people coming into the town and all that sort of stuff, and, and, and the usual sort of tropes. So yeah, it's it's it could be it could be seen as a bit cliche, but it's it's I think the 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 performance of the daughter is is that it is what makes it that bit better. You know, it's it's it just slightly raises it over terror. You know, awful yeah. uh, you know um, westerns. But I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's got it's 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 got all the all everything's in its place <laughs> it's um, got everything you want including yeah, nick exactly. cage did you see his uh his 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 quote at that film festival thing no i don't think i did uh, he said uh i i don't need to be in the mcu i'm nick cage <laughs> like, yeah you're right you're a hundred percent right <laughs> yeah, i can argue with that no no fair I mean, technically he's in the mcu well i mean he's in the the pre mcu yeah. isn't he yeah yes. um yeah, but if they're counting other pe- other people, I guess in the the multiverse of bullshit. Yeah, I guess possible. I guess he is in the MCU somehow. Um, yeah, and I mean, and he was, you know, well, well, not MCU, but he was nearly Superman. He was. I, I, you know, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. To this day, I, I, I want to see that film. You know, I do too. I really want to see it. I'll, I I'll... don't know if it would have been any good, but I, I want I... to see it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I... for better or worse. I don't think it would be any good either. Actually, he is in the he is in the uh, Marvel universe. He's in the Spider Verse, isn't he? Oh yes, he is, isn't he? That's true. Spider Verse, isn't he? I, I guess maybe he was he was referring to you know, yes, on screen uh, yes, role. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, this this sounds fun. I mean, I, I'm always on board for some Nick Cage. So yeah, you know. it's it's pretty good. It's, I think it's worth a watch. Mm, yeah, if if you like westerns, I think if you. If you if you're not really into westerns, this isn't really going to do that much for you. Sure. It's, other than you know the performance of the, of the young young girl, it's I would say it's it, this is just for western people and Nicolas Cage fans really. I'm both, so uh, that, there you go. <laughs> works works well for me. Um, cool. Well, I will start with Bandit. Uh, which is a 2022 film uh, directed by Alan Unger. Um, it's been on. It's it's one of those that Prime keeps telling me to watch. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was like at a, at a loss for uh, for what to review this week. Um, I'm finding it hard. I'm finding it really hard to find things I actively want to watch at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I start things and give up. There were a couple of films I can't even think of the name of now that I literally started and was like, nope, nope, 
um but this one <clears throat> this is the the first of the two that i i was actually i actually quite enjoyed um this is a uh a biographical crime film and again okay. uh much like devotion i don't know the history uh oh, so that reminds me i've got i, I wrote it all down i know I, I it's not in the bloody room with me mm. i did look up um british forces in, in the korean war and we did have um there was quite a, a lot of uh, british soldiers anyway and the glorious gosters did a, a last stand in one of the what was originally because it's like hill three two one or something it's now known in uh in as uh gloucester hill oh right that's in korea uh, so yeah we did we, we had a, a, a bigger presence in the in the war than i thought yeah so, yeah oh uh, wow there we go um but yeah so this is a, a another you know biographical film uh i don't know the history i don't know if uh you know the the real life uh character uh or the real life person gilbert gallivan was uh is is charming and lovely as he seems to be in this movie um i will just take the film's word for it um but effectively it follows the criminal career of uh of gilbert galvin galvan galavan and uh he is like the most charming bank robber you will ever meet. Uh, he's he's very talented. His career is. Is this, is... this Josh Dumal? Josh Dumal uh, or Duhamal? Hello? I'm not never sure how to pronounce that either. Yeah. Uh, but this honestly is probably the best performance I've ever seen him give in a film. Okay. He is fantastic as Gilbert. He's amazing. Um, so this this guy, I guess in real life as well, uh, kind of took acting lessons and became like un understood how to use makeup and be you know makeup artist uh artistry and he used to rob banks in disguises and put on accents and different characters and stuff okay. and apparently in real life he he has like the record for like the most banks robbed ever i think he's, oh, he's cool. just like literally robbed hundreds of banks uh in in his time and it kind of tells his his story from kind of an early start in his career makes a few mistakes skips the border into into canada and then finds love uh and and also charms this this crime boss played by mel gibson um and uh oh do you know it's so annoying like mel gibson obviously is mel gibson and we know what mel gibson's been like <laughs> in life yeah he doesn't sound like a nice guy, but it's 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 frustrating that you know sometimes you see him in a film, you're like, God, he is really good though. Yeah. At his job of acting, yeah. you know, regardless of of outside of 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 that. Um, and uh, yeah, he's great. Here is this crime boss Tommy Kay, who uh, who Gilbert, you know, immediately charms, just like he he charms um, uh, Andrea, his wife, or wife to be uh played by uh alicia cuthbert who mm -hmm. was the daughter in 24 i think um uh, no no uh, that was um oh no she's yeah she was yeah I think she was yeah. yeah yeah you're right yeah um and yeah so she's 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 great in this as well uh he obviously lies to her and cons her as well like he says he's something he's not he says he's someone he's not but he does genuinely fall in love with her um and it's kind of just following his his escapades whilst um uh nestor carbonell uh 
uh is like chasing him uh, i think his name's john in the movie he's like this this police detective who's on his case and trying to catch him and whatnot um and the movie kind of does that pain and gain thing where like you know the movie does these ridiculous things but then it puts up a, a thing on the screen saying yes this actually happened like this, this yeah. did happen um and uh i i would say it's it's a bit over long for my liking uh it, it it's okay. you know 126 minutes it felt a little long to me but the performance uh by josh uh dunham duhamel i'm not sure how to write his name. i'm gonna butcher butcher his name but anyway honestly the best performance i've seen him give uh i okay. loved him in this movie he he held the whole thing together i mean mel gibson's fine uh you know uh alicia's fine um but but yeah josh is incredible in 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 this role uh and his various characters and it's one of those things where he's just so likable you know you probably shouldn't like a a bank robber and like i said in real life he may not have been this charming because the movie's kind of like oh he never upset or hurt anyone you know he robs the banks and he just charms the 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 cashiers and they they they're they're fine with it you know and it's like well in real life i don't know if that's true i think think most people have a sort of uh you know this idea that robbing banks is fine as long as no one gets hurt yeah you're sticking it to the man yeah exactly i mean the thing is though you know he at the end of this movie he, he he says to his wife he's like i never hurt anyone except you uh and it's like that's a nice sentiment and and you know and as a movie he didn't right so in the movie it's fine and it works fine narratively but whenever it's something's based on a true story you're like but uh but did he yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. like is yeah. it true i don't know uh but as a movie it's charming he's charming as all hell uh good fun uh you know good fun light crime movie comedy i do like a, a, a good sort of crime i love a heist crime whether, movie yeah well yeah. And it's it, if it's got one of those the sort of a bit like um, American Made and uh, yeah, catch me if you can. It's it's if it's, it's got that vibe. Yeah, uh, you know, a, a hint of truth about it is is always fun. Yeah, I mean, it is based on a on a true story. I did briefly look up this guy. You know, did his time in prison and then went back to prison and then got out and went back to prison again so he's obviously you know <laughs> struggled to yeah he struggled to adjust to uh to life after prison but um yeah. uh yeah i really enjoyed it good fun um like i, I said mean, a little over long for my for my liking but i think the performances definitely pull it through um good to see nesta carbonell as well as who oh, he's forever, great who will forever be batman well yes yeah <laughs> uh i i've always thought he's a great actor actually he is a um, great actor and he's fantastic here it, so, it's yeah, he's kind josh of outshone to be fair he's josh demel is actually one of the better things in the transformers movies he is yeah i mean that's the thing isn't it you 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 think back to those movies and he is one of the few things that he's doing a good job in those movies there that you know yeah he almost shouldn't be in it argu- you know? argu- arguably those char- those people should not be in it but you know he got the all, he got all the um you know, money from the from the army to to. You know, th- those movies are a walking advertisement for for the army. So I think Michael Bay is a walking adver- <laughs> advertisement for the army. Uh, <laughs> he that. loves the military, that guy. He really does. So uh, you know, I mean, it's full, it's full on military porn, isn't it? Really, let's face it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that is kind of his his shtick, I suppose. Um, but yeah, he he was probably the best thing in the Transformers movies, Just like him and the voice actors are doing the best they can and everyone else is everyone else <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, honestly, this is the best performance I think I've seen him give. Uh, he's fantastic yeah. in it. And uh, yeah, it's a really fun kind of, you know, heisty bank robbery I the, movie. I saw the thing, and I think I watched the trailer, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was tempted, but now you've... Now you've uh... I, I would say it's okay. it's it's worth a watch. It's not going to blow your mind, but it, it, yeah. it's it's worth it for seeing um, uh, his performance really more than anything, because um, mm. it is the best performance I've seen him give, and and it is a, it's an entertaining movie. Nothing nothing amazingly new, but uh, but fun. Yeah. So yeah, what else have you been watching? So I also watched Three Pines. You said it right again. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the amount of times I've called it Twin Pines is... is, is... I, I did when you told me. I was like, oh, yeah. back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an uh, an Amazon uh, series uh, based on um, uh, a couple of uh, novels uh, written by... Now, I don't rem- I'm not going to remember the name of the... Uh, I can't find the writer's name, actually. Uh, I can look it up. Uh, Louise Penny. Uh, so it's, and I'm going to me- mess this up. It's Inspector Gamache, because they're French Canadians. Right. And there's lots of um, French French uh, words that are like, whoa, what, what did he just say? Yeah. The, the name of the police service is, is like, okay, that, I'm not saying that. Um, <laughs> so basically, I, it was kind of sold. The trailer sort of makes it look a bit Twin Peaksy. And I thought, ooh, Alfred, it stars Alfred Molina. And I was thinking, well, I love Alfred Molina. So, and it's I like detective stuff. So I, I thought, yeah. and if it's got a sort of, you know, uh, a Twin Peaks edge to it, yeah, why not? It, that, I think that's kind of overselling it. It's not uh, Twin Peaks. There are sort of dream sequences and sort of visions, but not to the Twin Peaks level. This is just, you know, inner workings and um, how the... The, the detective um, gains uh, insights and things that they're, they're just having out. So it, what um, I quite like the format for this. It's, so it's um, 10 episodes and there's a one sort of investigation going on through all of them, which is a missing uh, Indian girl, uh, Native American girl, um, who just sort of up and disappeared, but her, you know, her family are, are there um, trying to sort of get people to pay, pay attention. Um, their, she, their family is convinced that something's happened to her. You know, she wouldn't leave. She's got a child that she wouldn't leave and, uh, you know, things like that. And um, the rest, the, the, so you've got that overarching thing. And then you each two, the, every two episodes is a different case. Okay. Um, which, which I really like the way that was done. That's what it's, it's a nice, it's a nice little sort of um, thing. And it's so the this the inspector uh, he sees the police. He, he's sort of in the offices looking down on these these sort of protesters, and he sees um, the cops being a little bit the, the, the cops being a little rough. So he goes down and he talks to them, and he you know he, he sort of calms everything down. But what he, he, he then takes the, uh, the mother of the missing girl home and his um, superior gets a little pissy that he did all this and he, you know, he, he shouldn't have got involved. 
So he, as a punishment, he basically then sends him to tw- Three Pines. I see, I nearly did it then. To Three Pines. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, to investigate him, a murder. Now, um, he, you know, he he's a very sort of um, interesting uh, character. He's he's, yeah. he's very he's kind, and he's and there's a sort of a, a, a proroiness about him. He's he's not, not sort of as pompous as, as Pro, but he's, there's a there's a sort of a, a, the way he he deals with things. It's 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 got it's, it's very sort of Agatha Christie esque, I would say. Yeah, um, it's sort of gentle crime. It's not. It's not, you know, True Detective or, or it, it's Wallander it's more or something. Than a, sorry, <laughs> or Wallander or something. Yeah, it's it's not it's not this, this sort of brutal yeah, sort of stuff. Depressing. But it, yeah, it's it's not like that. But it's it's I, I thought um, pretty well done actually. From from what I said, the the the, the supporting cast of um, Ross if Sun, uh, Sutherland and oh my god, what's her name? Ellie, my my uh, tail feathers. Tally feathers. Sorry, um, they're really good. His little his little unit of uh, his little team are really really cool. Um, mm-hmm. There's a couple of mo- there's a, there's a there's a moment there's a few moments when we're watching it where um, he keeps talking to his wife, and for the the longest time you don't see anybody with him and his wife, and we sort of, we did my wife like. Is she really there? Is she dead? And he just talks to them. But no, eventually they do show them with other people. It just it just seemed very odd that whenever you sort of saw her, them, no one else seemed to be there. Yeah. And it was it. I thought, oh, that's it. and that's you know, and added to the fact that you know, I thought it was supposed to be a little Twin Peaksy. I mean, even they've even got a woman who basically walks around carrying a goose. Oh, okay. Who's a poet. Um, and it's it's got you know it does have weird touches and this this town is a, this, this little town is a bit odd. Most of the characters are you know as as the series goes on, most of them have got little secrets or you know weird little things that that that, that and basically it seems everybody who's gone to live in this town has got is seems to be running from something or sure has gone there to get away from something. And I, it's it's really not not bad actually. It's it, um, some of the wider supporting cast, the, the sort of townspeople, aren't the greatest actors and and, and, and performances you'll you'll see. But you, they don't really need to be that much as long as the you know, the, the core is there. And um, from what I can gather, some people that have reviewed it have said that it's uh, out of read the books say that it's you know it's another one of those. It's not like the books, but. I, I couldn't comment on that because I'm not having read the books. But for the actual series itself, I, I really enjoyed the, the fact that it, it was, and it is, you know, it's a nice, gentle sort of um, detective stuff. It's, there's, there, I mean, obviously there are some hor- horrific stuff in it. Of course, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Murder, it's you know, there's a murder, and there are some really, really good stuff. But I think a lot of those those shows, like Wallander and and Broadchurch, mm. can just really depress you and just get yeah. you kind of like, just, you know. Uh, just bring you down. So um... the, the 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 biggest depressing thing about this this series is is it's it's um to do with the the Native Americans and uh, sure Native Can- Canadians I should say mm-hmm. it's, uh, and you know the, the the brutal way that they were they that they're they're taught they were taught and they were you know put in these schools and things. Um, but yeah, I I actually really really enjoyed it. It's it's like I said, it's it's 
it's it's gentle, so it's not going to you know too taxing, and it's actually you know pretty zippy. It's it's you know ten episodes. It shoots by pretty well, and and it's mostly held with Al- Alfred Molina. Let's let's sure, you know, and and is a central actor in a in a series. You can't go wrong there. He is he is a yeah. solid actor. He's it's it's I would say it's worth watching uh, if you're into detective stuff. Kind of just for his character, is he's a really good character, and I don't know what I don't think it's been renewed yet. Um, but I'd be more than happy to carry on if it, if they if it gets a second season because hmm. it, it does. You know, I'm not spoiling it, spoil anything, but it does end on a on a cliffhanger, and I would like to see, you know, more to see what happens. Yeah, and yeah, it's got you know each. I I do like the. You know, each little two episodes is another case, and with with the overarching one, you know, going on in the background. As I yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a pre- it was a pretty solid um, detective show. Hmm. Cool. Well, that was uh, three pines, and I yeah, I, I will probably check that out. Um, oh, one thing I forgot to say actually about oh, yeah? the the old way, um, the uh, gun master on it was the same. One that it was in that worked on Rust. Oh, um, Nicholas Cage said she was unprofessional on the set of. Oh, really? Yeah, she wow. dis- she discharged a weapon uh, in the floor, like next to him, without warning, and he walked off set. He was very upset with with her and said she was terribly unprofessional. Wow, that's. Uh, I mean, from from the sound of the mounting evidence, it, it seems yeah. pretty clear that the number of people on on the the Rust set were negligent at the very least. But it's yeah. kind of damning when you hear another uh, production had issues with the same armor. Yeah, that's not good. Um, but yeah, cool. Well, I, I will I will definitely be checking out both of those. I think uh, when I get chance. So, uh, um, anyway. Uh, the second film I watched, uh, again, I was just scrolling, trying to find something to watch, and I came across The Fence. Um, the full movie I have discovered since that it was also a short film, which I think is on YouTube. I watched This is the full movie I'm talking about, uh, and it's set in 1980s Bristol. Um, and uh, to be honest, that's pretty much what kind of piqued my interest. I was like, oh, 1980s Bristol okay let's let's see what it's about um and it's uh directed by william stone uh starring david perkins eugene simon uh sally phillips uh and a, and a bunch of other talented uh people um i always remember sally phillips from uh, alan partridge i, I can't yeah. not see alan partridge whenever i see sally phillips um is uh, alan partridge and so sally sally phillips for me is from uh, smack the pony yeah oh yeah of course yeah 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 another great comedy um so uh david perkins plays uh stephen knight uh brother younger brother of of andrew knight who is uh recently done time uh for assault do they have sorry do they have kit no sadly not. (laughs) uh what stephen does have is uh well at first a pedal bike and he's he's desperately saving up this is set in the 80s he's desperately saving up uh money for a motorbike um and it's kind of seen as a well as it as it was back in the day and probably still is now seen as a status symbol when you've got you know you've got a bike or a car uh, yeah, as, yeah. As, a, as a young man and uh you know 
he's desperate for this this bike uh so desperate that he actually buys the lower powered bike because he couldn't wait any longer to get uh, you know the, the the better one that he was actually after um yeah. we've all been that we've all settled yeah totally totally we settle and then later you regret it and you're like oh, no, yeah should have yeah. done it Almost immediately, you're like, oh, why the fuck did I do that? Should have waited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's been saving his money, works as a as a butcher, and uh, you know he's been saving his money to uh, get this bike. Much to his 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 mother, played by uh, Sally Phillips, uh, you know, much to her horror because she's like a you know a death trap. It's a death trap, yep. um, you know, as mothers do. Uh, and and he finally gets his bike, and uh, he shows it to his friends, and uh, he. Uh, takes it home parks it out front and immediately gets stolen um like the same day i think he goes inside speaks to his mum, goes outside and it's gone um so he he's quite you know they're they're he they have a reputation obviously andrew knight was is known to the police and he's known to the area as like a bit of a thug because he was done for assault um and stephen is much assumed i think that he's going the same way um but you know he's a lovely guy steven's a lovely guy and he you know you can tell he really cares about his friends he really cares about his mother there are some really sweet interactions between him and his friends um and basically he goes on this quest to find his bike uh from whoever stole it and and meanwhile andrew is is himself dealing with uh this situation with his uh his ex-girlfriend who's now dating this uh drug dealing asshole um and i honestly i I thought this movie was going to be super low budget and i guess to an extent maybe it is i'm not sure what the budget was actually i'll try and find it but uh this film does not look low budget i thought this film was extremely well shot um and uh extremely well directed um it's it is set in bristol it is filmed in bristol i think it i I certainly recognize bits of hartcliffe and and the suspension bridge and stuff they're very careful with obviously the angles they use and and which areas they use to to get away with the 1980s stuff um because to bless be honest the the center does not look anything like it did in 1980 no but they're quite smart with it so they'll they'll have a shot with like the suspension bridge in the background and and the center yeah, in the background. Pretty the same, but it'll it? be blurred it'll be blurred in the background and they're in yeah. the foreground so you can't really see the, the the changes down there um but you know uh overall i was super impressed with this film i had a great time watching this it's an hour and 30 odd minutes uh i thought it was extremely well directed extremely well acted it's funny uh and it's also got some drama and and some real heart when it needs to it's it's quite moving in places uh and and basically just follows these these two brothers as they kind of try to uh settle a score with like the local thieves and drug dealers and stuff um uh, obviously andrew needs to be a bit careful because he's just got out of of prison yeah um so he's well sorry he's on what do you what do they call it when you're out but if you commit a crime again uh, you'll yeah. be I, I, I know what you mean I just can't it's like but... delayed or, or whatever it is um it'll come to me after i finish uh but um but yeah so uh he's got to be a little bit careful but uh it, it's just kind of um it, it certainly feels period accurate the, the, obviously the vehicles and stuff help with with that yeah. and, and the clothing and the outfits and the music which is fantastic as well um but I genuinely thought for a small movie, uh, this was great. Uh, it, it's one of the the best mo- movies I've seen so far this year. Um, 
really really enjoyed it uh i didn't realize that my friend was in it until i was watching oh. it <laughs> he's got a small role uh in fact i remember because we were filming called shot and he said oh i'm i'm filming this and I, I, it never occurred to me again and then suddenly that memory came back to me when i watched this and he was in a scene and i was like oh now i remember him saying he was in that scene and he, he injured himself doing it um uh, so yeah, uh, overall, honestly. Oh, I yes, I know. I remember you, you, your interview with him. He said it, yes that he hurt his arm. Was it? Was it yes, out? doing doing a, a movie, and it was this movie, yes. The Fence. Uh, he he okay. fell over in a car park. Uh, he's great in it. He's, it's only like a, a quick, you know, uh, blink and you'll miss it appearance, but uh, good stuff. Uh, yeah, really enjoyed this movie. It's it's got real heart and uh, and and it's fun and it it took me back which is what films like this i think should, should do, do yeah. uh, a note on bristolian accents oh yeah mostly it's fine in this movie i was actually pretty impressed 90 uh, percent <laughs> of them felt genuine and good yep. there were a couple where it was like it feels like you're doing an impression of a stereotypical bristol is accent it, rather it, does, than... does it wander into pirate too much uh yeah so like, very very rarely it is for the most part very good there were a couple that were like you know like um asdol or something like as, that you know where, where, instead of asda or something you know I, I can't remember the boy exactly what they said but there were a few lines where i was like oh it feels like you're going a bit over the top there you know um i think I, i'm assuming some of them might genuinely be bristolian and then a couple of them might you know obviously were just doing a an accent but for the most part it it's good as a bristolian i thought it was fine um yeah really enjoyed it uh highly highly recommend uh watching yeah, the fence uh, it's like, on um i think i watched i rented it for like a pound or two pound or something it was like a super cheap rental so uh well worth the watch there is a short film on youtube which i started watching this morning um and it's the same story or part of the same story so i would recommend just watching the whole movie instead of the short at this point because yeah it's a bit jarring because it's got it's got the main lead in it but a different actor playing the brother and it is it's weird when you see the same scene done again from a different you know um but yeah as watch the full movie it's well worth your time cool so what else have you watched uh so i watched nocebo nocebo starring eva green yeah uh so Eva Green, Mark Strong, and Chai Fonasir. Hmm. I like Eva Green. She's generally pretty good. Yeah, I adore Eva Green. I think she's, she's awesome. Um, I, what I, I kind of like about Eva Green is that she 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 goes she she's apparently in real life she's she's incredibly shy and and quite reserved and she's a real homebody, but she picks the most outrageous characters to play. Because for some reason she finds it cathartic to to do these outrageous things uh, when she's not really like that at all. Oh wow! She's a, a you know she she calls herself a, a, a bit of a nerd and, and and she's a bit weird herself and I really love that about her and she you know she she chooses interesting projects and she's not really Hollywood she doesn't really do that whole Hollywood stuff so yeah I really I, I really like Eva Green so this. Uh, no, no CBO directed by uh, Lorcan Finnegan. So we've got Christine, played by Eva Green, uh, who is a fashion designer. And uh, when we first meet her, she's basically uh, sort of launching, I think it's her new collection. 
um, when she gets a phone call and you don't exactly hear what is being said, but you, you hear, she says, oh, they're pulling out bodies and she says, oh, I can't deal with this right now. This is, this is all a bit much. When a dog appears from nowhere. Right. Um, a severely mangy, disgustingly rotting, festering dog um, who proceeds to shake itself and all this stuff comes off of him onto her and she sort of hunkers down and when she looks up, the dog's gone. There's nothing to be seen. But there is a tick at the back of her neck. Okay. And then it's a, a, a couple of months later and... Christine is now seems to be almost bedridden. She's she's seems to have all these problems. She's she's uh, keeps losing her her memory and and she, she's just not looking well at all. She's um, can barely you know move at times and she keeps having little spasms and stuff. And her husband, uh, Mark, uh, played by Mark Felix, played by Mark Strong, you know he's obviously worried about her and you know she's she's on lots of drugs and they have a, a young daughter. Uh, who they call Bobs, um, who, you know, that they're, they're uh, obviously the usual sort of set up for, for, for this sort of kind of family. When there's a knock at the door uh, and this young woman says, oh, I'm Diana, um, you called for me. And she says, no, I didn't. I didn't. She says, yeah, yeah, you, you, you called for me. You, you, I've, I'm here to help. Right. And she says, well, I don't remember doing that. I, but, you know, I must have, you know, and she's, she, you know, she calls her, she, she's, she says, hello, Christine, I'm, I'm, I'm Diana, you called me, and she's like, no, I don't, but I must have, so she lets her in, she, she comes in, and she says, you know, she, she's, uh, she's here to help, and, and Mark Strong, when eventually he comes home, is like, what the hell, who's this weird woman you've got, it's like, no, I, I, I obviously hired her to, to help me out, right, um, from there on, she starts giving her these sort of remedies and these this sort of weird rituals that she keeps doing to sort of help her out. And she seems to be getting better. You know, she seems to not need the drugs anymore, and she does. She she she's, seems to be almost cured cured of this thing. And but you see little things like this that she. Diana has a, a a box of of all sorts of things in it. She seems to be controlling the tick right. that, that that's wandering around. <clears throat> and I, I won't sort of, you know spoil anything. A lot of it you will see coming. Um, it's um, you know there, there there are some sort of things. You, you, I think you, you you pretty much get where this is going and what's coming. I mean this this she's this um this uh. Diana, she's she's um, uh, I was going to say it's not Thailand, is it? It's um, it's Filipino. Is it Filipino? It's a Filipino Irish movie. Yeah, um, I think it's it's she's she, she, she's Philip, so Filipino, and uh, you you know, Christine's obviously fashion industry. You obviously from the phone call you gling what's happened, and you know where this is going. Um, but I I actually thought it was not bad there's some right some really nice imagery 
Right. And I would say it's 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 basically a, a sort of um, a folk horror, really. Um, there's some really nice um, things with I don't I mean I don't know much about Filipino shamans and things, um, but it seemed pretty genuine to me. Right. Um, yeah, some of the 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 the, 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 C, the CGs not it's not brilliant, but it's it's nice enough, and it's it's nice imagery when it's when it is used. There's there's some sort of lovely things with um, this bird. I won't sort of go into too much detail about what the bird is and what it means and stuff, but I, I it was very cool when you see what happens, and I and I actually really liked the end. I thought the end was it's 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 got one of those sort of ends that makes me it makes me sort of feel like the um almost like the old sort of amicus um horrors and that sort of weird tale stuff where you know yeah. when, when it's over it's like wow that okay that's how you're gonna end it okay fine i i, <laughs> I, I really like the ending and, and all of the performances are fantastic obviously you know mark john evergreen and um i've not seen um butchering her, her name chai uh but she's really good as this um kind of like a sort of witch doctor who you know who who's wormed her way into this sort of family or for for reasons that obviously you know you you will see coming but you you know when they do happen you, you're not this i don't think I, I certainly wasn't disappointed by it you know it's it's stuff that you know you know what's going you know what's going to happen and you know what's what's coming. But there are some nice little sort of, there's a couple of little sort of jumpy scares at, at one point, which are okay, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but overall, I, I really enjoyed it. It's 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 a nice little folk horror <coughs> with really good performances. And I yeah, I thought it was it's, it's a really nice little folk horror. Cool. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a big uh, big Eva Green fan, so I'll I'll give it a go. Um, looks interesting. Um, anything else? Yeah, I uh, also watched Lockwood and Co. Lockwood and Co. Oh yes, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So this is a Netflix uh, show, teen show. Yeah, it's a, it's a based on um, young adult uh, novels. Seriously, mm -hmm. so. The, the thing that drew me to this was it's it's um, brought together by Joe Cornish, who I, who I got them a real big fan of, um, and it's the actual setting is quite nice as well. So um, this takes place in a sort of basically an, an alternate world where some something happened in the '60s, some event that they they, they didn't really go into. That I think that that's. I, I'd like to hear more about what happened, you know, the over what happened. But something happened in the '60s, and ghosts started coming out, and now ghosts are everywhere. And... What like known to the public everywhere? Yes, right. Um, to the to the extent that basically there's a curfew; people don't go out at night. Okay. Because these ghosts can kill you. They. Are, oh right. Okay. There are lots of different sort of you know spirits and specters and they do different things <clears throat> what has also happened is that um a, a large number of children and teenagers can see and hear these 
spirits. Right. So there are now these these groups of um, they're like it's like a guild of, of of these these groups that basically hunt ghosts and they you know they have like rapiers because iron keeps them away and stuff and I, I really like the, the just the, the sort of sight of kids walking around London with rapiers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Um. So the basically the 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 main cast are uh, Lucy. Uh, Anthony Lockwood and George. Uh, so we've got Ruby Stokes, uh, Cameron Chapman, and Ali Haji Hashmati. Uh, so you've basically the the, the main uh, one is obviously Lockwood, but the, but it's, it's Lockwood and also uh, Lucy. So Lucy at the, at the beginning she is, I'm guessing, works for a major sort of. Um, group of these ghost hunters um but due to something happening uh, a, a ghost hunt goes wrong and her entire team basically get taken out okay uh, and she gets blamed for it so she sort of gets she basically gets fired and her mum doesn't really care about her her mum's sort of you know just using her um so she kind of runs away really she runs away to london and she she's trying to get you know, a, a, a job as a ghost hunter in London, and she, she keeps getting turned down because she hasn't done all of her tests, and she's got this thing, you know, holding on to her now because there was a trial and she got blamed for it. When she goes to Lockwood, um, who is a like basically an independent, um, who's this sort of cocky young guy who <clears throat> seems to court fame and and all that, but he's you know. He, He's a, he's a little too cocky, and then, then you've got George, who's his sort of his, his book, the book nerd, basically. Right. And then obviously she, she they hire her, and that so it ends up being this three man team, and it, it goes through, and that they're, they're you know investigating certain different hauntings and all that sort of stuff as, as the series goes on. Um, I quite enjoyed it actually. Um, it's not brilliant, but there is it's a fun uh, premise. The, that's what made it for me. The setting, the, the, this, the i, the idea and the overall setting is really nice. Yeah. Um, there's some really great um, co, uh, sort of some some guest stars. We've got um, um, Alice Lowe appears with, playing this really evil character, which I really uh, really enjoyed. You've got Luke Treadway um, playing this. It doesn't even give him a name. They just called him Golden Blade. Um, and you know, one of my favourites, Nigel Planer appears in in one of the episodes as this um, rich um, guy who who made his money in in iron because you know everybody wants iron now because it keeps ghosts out and stuff. <coughs> um, the the main actors actors are pretty good though. I've not seen any of them before. They're all all young sort of. The I did sort of feel sorry for the character, the guy playing George because his character is fucking annoying. <laughs> I really wanted to punch him quite a lot. Um, they do have the annoying habit of doing that, making tension by just not talking to each other. Uh, okay. Which really pisses me off, and it, they do it a little too much for my... It's like, just fucking say something. Stop being dicks. Just fucking say something. Um so there was a little bit too much of that, but you know, it, it's it's fine. It's it's not that bad. 
the, the for me, well, you know, it, this is because it really appealed to me. Um, the main thing that I loved about this is the soundtrack is pretty much all um, goth and um, new new wave stuff from post punk from from you know the, the sort of early 80s so we've got the cure we've got Susie, we've got um this mortal coil bar house um the associates there is a there is a really good scene um in a uh, in this function they're going to uh that uses the association the associates uh party fears to uh, used spectacularly i thought um so the the, the soundtrack for there's a, there's a bit in the beginning where you know the, the main character character she's got um a Bauhaus poster on her wall, and I was like, is is this supposed to be set in the eighties? Uh, I I don't, but it's not. It's supposed to be set sort of now, even though it's a, not our world exactly. It's supposed to be set now. I guess it's an alternate twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, but, but where everybody listens to to to, to old god stuff. Which, I mean, to be honest, in my circles, <laughs> that's about yeah, right. Well, but you know, I mean, there's a big age difference between uh, me and them. So exactly, um, yeah, the, 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 the soundtrack is is amazing. I'm, I'm more hey, than maybe happy maybe young... maybe teens have better taste than we realize. Well, yeah, this is yeah. it. I mean, I'm I'm more than happy for for if, you know young people what get to experience great music. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm more than happy with that. Um, yeah, it was there's there's some very annoying stuff in it, but nothing that really puts you off and i think it's pretty well put together the you know the the um it's it's kind of standard some standard stuff for, for ya stuff so it's 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 kind of what you expect but overall you know it I, it, it was one of those that i kept with it, and it was, i've started so many of these and that's yeah. a, i mean i after I, about three episodes it's like yeah no i'm, I'm, I'm done 100 percent. i i do that with series and with films especially a lot these days i get about 20 minutes into a film or maybe less and i'm like nah yeah, yeah. i think the, the world itself was was enough to keep me going and i think I, I must admit you're kind of you've kind of sold me on the concept i like the yeah. idea that i don't know I, I always think it's a bit interesting more it's more interesting when you say oh yeah the public just know that this happens and it yeah it's like you know because it's always oh you know even with ghostbusters for the most part and that you know it was like oh keep it a secret and you know is it a hoax and they're hoaxers and stuff and no um, this this is this is full-on everybody knows what the, you know, there's, there's a national curfew everybody hmm. locks their door you know locks their doors at night and because they can't go through walls in. Sorry, because they can't go through walls. Well, I guess I think everything is iron shots now. They've, you know, okay, they've... right, yeah. So they've like clad the buildings to uh, to keep them out and stuff. That's cool. That's yeah. a really fun fun idea. And uh, you know, and obviously these these children, you know, that all these all these young people that have these powers, as they get older, they lose them. Right. So the you know that that's that's you know why they're all young. Obviously, you know. Is the conceit is that that, that it's just young people that that can do this you know once you get to a certain age that's it it's gone you can no longer do it yeah um i really i really liked it there's there's some nice little um some really nice little effects you know they're they're a bit hit and miss sometimes but overall pretty cool i i quite like the i'd like to have seen a few more of the ghosts um there's there is a quite a cool bit where they're where they're um in that function I was saying about, and they they have them just trapped in these like walls, like egg exhibits. 
Oh, cool. Which is, which is kind like of cool. A, like I, a fish tank kind of thing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, like like pretty much. It looks they look kind of cool. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's it's a nice little um little series. And again, I'd be more than happy to to continue with it. Um, I think. Uh, Do you know if it's getting another season or? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's Netflix, so <laughs> probably not. Yeah, exactly. They've they've been pretty uh, cancel heavy recently, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it if it was cancelled. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was a, it, as as way a series goes. I think this is one of the better ones. Yeah, cool. I mean, just, mainly just for the for the, for the setting and, and the the music alone. Yeah, no, it sounds fun. I will definitely uh, give that a watch. Um, is that everything? Ooh. I believe so. Wow, we, we've that was quick. <laughs> that was quick for us. Yeah. Um, I've watched two more episodes of Picard, but I'm I'm wondering whether I'll I'll wait until I've finished rather than annoy yes. you with it every week. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do a season season recap at the end, um, but it's good. Um, I'm I continue. I, to be I, I just I, I I do keep hearing that everybody's loving it. I I, yeah, genuinely. Um, watch it. Really see, episode two, there were uh, a couple of moments I was like, oh, uh, not sure. But yeah, episode three was fantastic. Actually, really, really good. And I'm, uh, I'm, I haven't, I, you know. I'm excited to watch Star Trek every week. I, I didn't think that would be a thing anymore. Um, it pleases me that they finally cancelled uh, Discovery, even though yeah, they, I don't know. Did they cancel it or did it just run its course? I mean, well, they I think, five seasons. If it, yeah, I think it's just run its course, really. Because I they, saw people celebrating that online, and I was like, I yeah, don't think that's the yeah, win you think other, it is. Like they've yeah, done the, like five seasons. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I, I thought Discovery was awful. So you know, I'm, oh. I'm. I, I, I mean, I'm kind of indifferent to whether they continue or not because I don't watch it. It's this outside of my. No. Uh, um, but you know, I, I am I am thankful for for this season of Picard so far. I, I still have that fear in the back of my head that it's all going to go to shit sooner or later. But <laughs> right now, it feels very different. It feels like I'm watching Star Trek, and I didn't think that in 2023. Well, a in 2023, I didn't think I'd even be bothering to watch Star Trek again. No, because no. I was done um but the fact that i'm actually looking forward to it every single week is uh something i haven't felt yeah that's well just... i mean it feels like i'm watching star trek a good star trek for the first time since like the end of enterprise pretty yeah. much you know um so i still can't bring myself to do it but oh no and i get that i mean like you like you i i said i i'm the same with star wars i am done with star wars i don't care yeah. anymore i'm not like upset i'm not i i just don't care uh you know i keep hearing that andor's fantastic and i'm like i don't i don't give a shit i, I you know i don't think so I'm I get it. with this with this season of mandalorian either i think oh no i, I only no, did like no. half a season of season one i think um yeah. You know, they could only push so far, and then then you just get to the point where you're like, nope. And and to be honest, even now, I'm like, will you know? I, even if this is great, if they don't keep Terry Metalis for more shows, mm. and it, and it goes back to other showrunners or existing showrunners, yeah, I will probably not watch it, and it'll <laughs> probably. I'm kind of assuming this is probably it. Like we're getting a good season here, and I'll just be thankful for this. Um, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, I, I, you know, if nothing else, this feels like uh, a good 
send-off so far for the next generation cast um it's it's nice to kind of get uh you know the the movies washed away you know yeah <laughs> like you know it, it's it's uh it, it's nice to um to kind of feel like we're gonna get like a nice farewell to them um mm. rather than you know shins on and june buggies and crap <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like hey you know because that was like oh god nemesis was so like i remember i remember going to see that with my friend we were such big star trek fans and we both walked out like oh, it was okay uh, it was okay. you know you you know when you're trying to convince yourself that something was all right but it, you know it wasn't I, i've got a bit of a memory hole with that movie i've only I, i've not seen it very much i i've seen it it's... a couple of times i i rewatched all of the star trek films during covid which is yeah. the time when i rewatched most things i think i just had yeah. so much time on my hands um and you know uh it's it's not good it's really not good and and then obviously then i thought oh god like we're getting these picard shows and they're even worse you know mm. I'd, I'd watch nemesis in a heartbeat over season one or two of the picard if i had to yeah um but now it feels like hey maybe we'll get a decent finale uh you know f- you know final voyage uh it's amazing in recent years how we've reassessed what's terrible uh it does put things in perspective I mean, doesn't it i mean i'm not gonna say that, that nemesis is good i'm just saying oh, no, no, i no, would no, rather no. watch it than the crap no, then, like discovery no, and, you know in, in recent in recent years we've we've had stuff that's made us go, oh, maybe The Hobbit wasn't so bad. Maybe the <laughs> aren't so bad. I, I'm pretty maybe, sure they are Spider-Man still bad. 3, but, yeah. Maybe Spider-Man 3 isn't quite so bad. <laughs> well, and I must admit, I did that with Deadpool. I, I was like, you know, the Deadpool is a rubbish, dirty Harry movie. And then I yeah. was like, well, by modern standards, it's all right. <laughs> you know, could be worse. Yeah. Um, yeah some retooling recently <laughs> you're right i mean i don't think any of those things those films or series are made better by bad things now but at the same time it does give you a greater appreciation for them anyway you're like well you know it could have been worse but uh, <laughs> yeah. so far i i think i'll wait until uh the season ends before i kind of talk more about it rather than doing it every couple of weeks because that kind is of is it feels... being dropped weekly or is it yeah it's weekly yeah yeah like i said i'm actually looking forward to it every week which is unbelievable um i'm actually you know excited to watch another episode rather than dreading it yeah um, so uh we'll see I- i'll do a full review once we finish but well, uh... i did start um something that's dropping weekly at the moment uh is it daisy jones and the six i've never heard of it it's it's basically it's it's a sort of a, a story of um, a band from the a sort of seventies band that have, it's all filmed almost documentary style. It's it's uh, basically talking to them now and then. You, you Is go, this a real band or no? Right, okay. But they're like a mockumentary kind of thing. They're basically Fleetwood Mac. Right. So the the Daisy is basically Stevie, and the, the other dude, the main dude, is basically um, uh, Lindsay. Uh-huh. And I think it was based the, the book. It was as a book that it was was written. And I think it, it was kind of based on the face, the music. Um, sure, uh, it's like an unauthorized of, biography. Yeah, it was. It was so. God, can I you thought... remember that back in the day? You used to get those unauthorized biographies. Yeah. They used to be everywhere, those things. Mm-hmm. Like, every yeah. big band had an unauthorized biography. Yeah. 
I've probably still got a fucking couple of them over on the shelf over there. Um, we, I started it with my wife and we watched one episode and my wife said, I'm done. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to give it another couple of episodes before I, but it's not, it's, it feels. I feel like you're, you know, I feel like this has happened a few times. Yeah. When you've been watching something. Mm-hmm. and your wife's like i'm done yeah and then you suffer through more and yeah. come to the same conclusion a little bit later than she yeah did. <laughs> and the, the, yeah she she did she is maybe she's just a better judge than yeah. <laughs> I, I think she she she's doesn't less tolerance for bullshit she does really doesn't have the tolerance for yeah. shit she's yeah, yeah. like you know and, 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 and if it, <laughs> she's like yep nope i'm done and <laughs> I, I guess I'm, I'm willing to give things a little more of a go yeah um because the thing is, the overall it kind of appeals to me because it's it, you know I love Fleetwood Mac and I like the idea. Oh, me too. But the seventy set stuff is feels a little too sort of sanitized. Sure. That's I think which is a which is a real problem if you, if you want to show that sort of stuff, you really need to show the you know the awful stuff. Well, this is the thing I I liked about the fence is that is is light hearted and com- comedic is 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 at times. It really does show like life in in you know Hartcliffe in the 80s and it's not yeah. fun and there's some real dark grim moments in the film and you're like yeah because it does get kind of pandering and annoying when you see like the vision of the 80s that people in 2022 23 seem to have like wonder woman yeah. 1984 and stranger oh. things to an extent where it's like oh you know everyone's packed it packed out cinema to see day of the dead you're like no yeah yeah no um <laughs> And yeah, like that kind of, um, I guess, rose-tinted nostalgia. Yeah, it's, things. it's it's the the main um, actress. It's it's Riley Keough, uh, who's been in some really good stuff. Um, uh, and um, oh, I forget what his name is now. It's an English actor. He's actually quite he's quite good as well. But it's the, yeah, there's, there's there's something sort of I can't quite put my finger on it. There's something lacking in it. Hmm. <clears throat> but I've only seen, like I said, this, I've, I've only seen the first episode. It it feels like a very light version of Almost Famous. Okay. And I really like Almost Famous. I think Almost Famous does a pretty good job with of of that sort of era. Um, obviously, again, it's it is slightly sanitized, but it's 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 still pretty pretty good. Um, but I'm, I'll give, I don't know whether I'm going to review it because I don't know whether, whether I'm going to continue with it. I'm. I'm I will watch, you know, another episode or two. But yeah, so at the moment, it's not leaving a great impression on me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that's about it. Uh, is uh, there anything else? I, yeah, I saw the uh, the trailer for Sisu. Um, Sisu. Oh yes. The the creators of John Wick continue to ah. prove that they can only make one thing, but I enjoy that one thing they what make. Trailer that. I know it, it's like it's stitches. the same as nobody. It's it's like the same movie again, but it's set in World War Two and it looks yeah. really fun. Like yeah. it's it's just it's amazing that they can keep doing the same thing and <laughs> it just keeps hitting the right buttons for me every time. Yeah, um, I think it looks so much fun. I can't wait. <laughs> I watched the trailer with my wife. And she just looked at me and went, yeah, I can see why you like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they, they kind of had me all along, but the bit with the landmine, I laughed out loud. That was, that. That was 
oh so i was like yep fine chef's kiss beautiful yes yeah absolutely so funny yeah yeah i was really impressed with that so i'm kind of sold on that one um so i did see this thing they're rebooting uh hellboy again yes i did see that new actor um... new actor yeah and it's gonna be set in the 50s uh and it's gonna be a younger um hellboy yeah and they keep sort of saying, oh, you know, it's going to be new and fresh and all that. It's like, can you not just give us what we want? Can you not just let Del Toro do with the, the, the third one? I mean, I know... Um, uh, Ron. Yeah, Ron Perlman is said, uh, I think he's, he said, I'm just too old for it now. The like, thing is, though, can they not CG him now? Yes, that's kind of what I was thinking. Because he's still like, you know, we want his performance and like, yeah. I'm sure everyone would understand if it was mm-hmm. mostly CG because it's like, the dude is bloody old and fair enough. Uh, certainly Doug Jones could still do the practical. I think a lot yeah. of, you know, some of them could, but um, yeah, yeah I, I would, th- th- this is the trouble. I feel like for as long as Ron Perlman's still alive, yeah, people are not going to accept a new Hellboy. You know, David Harbour, I think, is a fantastic actor. He, and it's not his fault. No. But it was a terrible script, and it, it just not was a not a good script. movie. Um, no. And, I, you know, I don't want to be instantly dismissive of another Hellboy movie. Um, no. I'm not, like, a big comic book guy anymore, but I do like the kind of more occulty stuff and the, mm-hmm. the darker stuff, and yeah. Hellboy is, is that, and I enjoy that world. <laughs> um, yeah. But it is so intrinsically linked to that vision of del toro now which is weird because obviously it was around long before del toro was involved but yeah his his vision is just all over it and and it it's just they've got such big boots to fill every time now um yeah they they cast uh jack casey which i don't don't know him i'm not sure what else he has done Uh, uh, let's have a look jack casey it's going to be direct. I think it's going to be directed by some uh, Brian Taylor, who was worked on Crank. So it's going to have some humour, I would presume. Yeah, I mean, Hellboy definitely needs a dose of humour. Yeah. Um. Oh, apparently he's an American Democratic Party politician. I think I've picked the wrong. He's in Deadpool two briefly. 12 Strong and Baywatch. Oh, 12 what? Strong I've watched. Uh, I can't say that I would necessarily... Um... It's 12 Strong. So, isn't that the war movie with um, Thingy Me Bob? I feel like that was a film I saw with my dad in the cinema and then forgot most of. Oh, okay. 12 Strong is exactly that movie. Yes, it is. It's uh, a Chris Hemsworth I... movie. Yeah. Sent to Afghanistan. It was fine. Deep in from memory. Okay. That sounds like this. I mean, I've probably watched, but don't remember. Yeah, so I think he's got a bit part in that. So, no, I don't recognize the guy, but, you know, I'm no. willing to give him a go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like they're setting it in the 50s. That's fun. Yeah, that's at least. You it's know. not the 80s, at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give it a go. We'll see. Like, he's, like you said, everyone just wants more del toro perlman yeah and understandably so um although i still maintain that hellboy 2 nice ending it's yeah. quite nicely you know it they're does. having kids and it is it feels like that is an end it's not yeah 
as much as it would be nice to have another one, it doesn't feel necessary. No, not really, I suppose. But um, I think the thing is, is because he said he always planned it as a trilogy. Yes, absolutely. I think everybody you think anybody what? who loves yeah. it is like, we want the third one. Where's the third one? You yeah. know, so maybe you should never have said it was going to be a trilogy. We, we, we probably we wouldn't expect it so much. Yeah, yeah. But uh, still, that's our own fault, I suppose. It, it, you know, I, I think that. Ron Perlman just embodies that role so well uh you know like it's like Freddy Krueger you know it's like Robert England is Freddy Krueger you're, yeah. you're you're gonna really struggle to you know you can replace Jason Voorhees yeah you're gonna they, struggle with Freddy Krueger he's got so much personality and that personality yeah. is Robert England that, that's it isn't it and the, it's Hellboy as well other, it's just Ron Perlman you know most of the other sort of things like that they don't really have they're faceless killers or whatever it's fine but you're gonna struggle it's not impossible though no 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 we'll see uh we should also mention uh tom sizemore which you know i think we talked rough uh, the other week about yeah oh of uh, course um the uh uh the original gilman actor passed away the other day as well Oh really? I didn't know um, that. Yeah, I forget his name. Let me check. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, saw the other the other day he passed away. Well, Tom Sizemore was only sixty one. I mean, yeah. And uh, he himself said he's surprised that he'd lived that long. To be honest, he'd put himself through a lot of stuff. Yeah, he'd had a lot of addiction problems over the years, and and, and he'd come through that, and nothing was had been. Uh, straight for a number of years. Yeah, those things do catch up with you. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, Riku Browning. Yeah, died. Oh, Ninety three, but you know. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, if he's the if he was the original Gilman, then yes. Yeah. Now I'm not sure if he was. Because I thought they had two actors that played the Gilman, but it might have only been one. Um. No, I think he was the only one. I mean, what he did in that suit underwater is just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you think that obviously, you know, any of these suit actors are amazing. I mean, they're so uncomfortable and, and horrible to wear. I mean, you hear those horror stories of of the Godzilla actors back in the day, but good lord, doing that underwater is like it's terrifying. And I think a lot of there was a lot of uh, sort of copycat very cheap copycats that learned very quickly that they were not, not going to work. Yeah. What they wanted to do because of, you know, water's pretty unforgiving when you're, when you're trying to, you know, swim through it in a, in a, in a big rubber suit. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> but yes, is there anything else? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Well, I think we have a, a movie for we next do. week. We do. We decided we are going to do Tetsuo the Iron Man. The original Iron Man. Not the original. I suppose Iron Man was around before Tetsuo. But uh, I haven't watched Tetsuo the Iron Man for decades. And I'm really excited to rewatch it. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. It's a real fucked up movie. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Way to sell it, dude. In a good way. In a good way. 
but it is. I mean, it, you know, it, it is what it is. It's it's a cool movie, but it is it's fucked up. Um. So yeah, we will uh we will be back next week with uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man. Uh. But until then, take care, stay safe, and we'll catch you next time. Wait.